episode of ANT Talk Wrestling, hosted by yours truly, me, Alexis, and me, Trey. So let's first start off talking about the breaking news. Exactly. Days after we hit the world signs out that Vince is coming back, we knew that Stephanie McMahon as CEO, well, co-CEO and mm-hmm. all the titles that she had. She's stepping down from being back. Because Vince McMahon is adding two more people. And so you know well, how no, ba- no, basically was what it was that if he had, when if he came back, three people <clears throat> had to to had to go. go because so. they probably feel what it says. Miss McMahon is still, of course, the majority. the majority shareholder, which, why did we not know that? So, I don't know what this means. This means that. I don't know if she, if she's done with wrestling, mm-hmm. or she go back to her old position, which I don't say. know. I forgot what her original position or old position because was. Because she has another position as well, still. Correct. But I think she resigned for all three. I don't know. I got to reread the thing. I thought he was pulling it up on the thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway. And it's kind of fishy that Vince come back. She steps down. Not on YouTube yet. So, it, I mean, it's all fishy, but that's... Part of the breaking news. That's what we want to talk about. We had to talk about now because uh, <laughs> it's more now apparent that McMahon is definitely there. Or coming back, or will be stepping back into his yeah. position as CEO. CEO, not creative. So, so far, and he basically, he's the he's the be person with the pocketbook. Okay. Of course, he always was. So he never wasn't. Did anybody forget that? The majority shareholder, he is the pocketbook. So we can't do shit without him. And guess what's happening recent, uh, not so distant future. Oh yeah, those contracts for the TV deals are coming up big. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it's still a wicked story. Exactly. So. I guess who wasn't going to be in the weeds of the deal? The majority shareholder. By the way. So, of course, he ran back and said, hold up. I'm still a majority shareholder. But I'm not gonna have any decision making in what's going on with the thing down the majority shareholder up. Oh hell no. So also, by the way, the sexual assault allegation I've been trying to tell people, after that took over the main thing, which was the fact that WD was doing like shit under Vince McMahon, what'd he do? Oh, anyone talk about the sexual assault allegations. Oh, those things shit, those things die all the time. I'm back. <laughs> Because no one can remember the fact that I was killing the goddamn thing. Also, Mandy Rose did an interview with Tamla. I don't know when. I don't know when it aired. I just saw it on mm-hmm. a clip of it on TikTok. So 
Obviously, it must have aired today. Recently. Or yesterday. But, so, if you want to see Mandy Rose talk about, break her silence about being fired from WWE, go check the Tamla Hall show out on YouTube and see the clips from there. Exactly. So. So, yeah. A lot of breaking news you had to get to because we had to get our... And no, I didn't get to see the full the full interview. Exactly. I saw a clip, you know, talking about how she was just sad and, you know, basically how yeah. she... Her accomplishment and what she was proud of of working at the company, basically. So if you want to see the full interview, again, go check out Tamla Hall show. Yeah. YouTube and I get pretty sure you, you, you'll see the interview exactly because yeah now I was just trying to do the, the basic announcements here get that out the way the breaking news also drop down our review of Monday Night Raw and you know basically try to do that get us up to date because I know you guys haven't heard from us in a little bit of a while since like last week because we didn't do the review for Smackdown it really wasn't that much of a ordeal by the way again I try to tell you guys we are wrestling fans if it was worthwhile it's worthwhile now the only reason why we talk about Monday Night Raw is because something happened between us don't worry, we'll get to it. You know, it's kind of funny. Because I'm like, I know you guys are like, oh, so what happened? No, we're not that, nothing that, that important. But anyway, we got the ups and downs here like we normally do. Keep everything in a good, nice, neat order when we got the opportunity to do it. So, again, we don't own this video at all, period, of course. Walk off to wrestling. Do what you do. Anyway, that's just... Get to the video. Which mm. means this week they sent me a little bit of a tweet and they said, Simon, really enjoy your show in Powered Ups and Down. I looked around like yeah, that's a nice vest on the end. Yeah, let's get past the intro. It felt so damn good in my tootsie toes. So I'm going to put my hands together. I'm just going to say thank you very much. It's absolutely. Now, I wanted to make sure you hear this because he's talking about us, the sides. When we go to WrestleMania, we're going to try to do that. That means you need to make a sign. I can get him. I can't write him for damn. Hope you can. Write him neither than I can. But anyway. But anyway. Make a sign. For Simon. See if he can catch it. And that means we got to have decent seats. So he can catch it. Tickets ain't on sale for that yet anyway, but you guys save up. Because from nowhere, JBL interrupted. And straight away, I was like, well, where the hell have you been? You just vanished. He insulted the fans straight away and basically said you lot are a bunch of idiots. To the point you actually believe that Kevin Owens will be able to beat Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Now, 
I consider myself quite a smart chap, two plus two does equal potato. Believe it, I don't think that Kevin is going to beat Roman at the pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event, but do I hope with all of my loins? Yes, that's what does most... Yeah. I'm with him. No one really believes that. I mean, no one believes that Kevin Owens is going to win. But... What we're just hoping is that it's going to be a good match. Like they normally I mean, do. it depends on how they probably Well, I'm I'm pretty sure no, he ain't going to beat him for the belts at Rumble. At yeah. Rumble, because, of course... If they want him to go into... Go be, into WrestleMania as champion. Yeah. Now, again, all this is saying that they want... That's if they want him to go into WrestleMania champion. Yeah. Anybody can be anybody. Like, like it was a saying that... Like, this, they say in Columbus... Anybody could be anybody. It's it's depending on and wrestling. It depends on how what the comic what the comic book writer wants. Yeah, wants Stanley is the mastermind of saying it's, that. Who can be who is all about who the writer wants, wants to win. And that's true. Of course the god of comics says that. <laughs> so same thing applies here in wrestling. The booker. The one who created Triple H, Vince McMahon, because he's a, uh, again, majority shareholder as well. Once all those people agree, and of course, of course, of course, can't forget the companies that these networks are on, that this wrestling is on, Fox, and of course, USA. Once they all agree, because they're going to want their, you know, championships. And I've been definitely telling you, I heard already myself about USA getting into Triple H's ass. They are pretty much hounding him for that belt back. Okay. So, yeah. It's almost guaranteed that Roman will lose eventually. That's what I'm saying, so... So, it's more likely setting up for WrestleMania because it's more pointing towards that with Cody Rhodes. But, again, he can lose any time. I just don't want it to be a straight, just... Boring shit. Straight. I mean, it's going to be exciting. And Kevin's done. I just don't want it to be that. Not... For me, the way I want to see it... Like, I just don't want it to be... Straight, I don't want to be ref bump, Superman punch, be a Uso's pretty much, what, you know, staple. That's what I say. Staple down uh, Kevin Owens to the ring. That's why I say I pretty much a Superman punch and it's over. I don't want that. I want a decent match. And for me, the best way for Roman to win, actually, since Roman's both to win and going to win. The story for Kevin Owens' part should be for Roman to actually win clean. As clean as Roman Reigns did. You know, he can put his feet on the ropes, pull tights and shit like that. But, you know, the Usos don't come out there and just literally hold him down. Right? Type of bullshit. He should, if anything, if he even gets the upper hand on him with a, you know, out of nowhere... Punch like that, okay. We know he's a heel. He's supposed to heelishly win, but 
the last time, if I remember correctly, I don't remember if it's the last time, but I do remember one of the times he went against Kevin Owens. He literally, you know, handcuffed Kevin Owens to a steel cage. The Uso was handcuffed to a steel cage. And Roman Reigns walked out the door. Good play. Right. That, that shouldn't be. I mean, goddamn, if he can guillotine Goldberg, he should be able to do that to Kevin Owens. Okay, this last video finish. KO So out came Baron Corbin. And once again, I stood up and shouted at my television screen, Well, where the hell have you been? Because he too just one day went poof, but we didn't see it. Corbin went right to the football references, which always works. And bless Kevin Owens. He just slumped in the corner on the turnbuckle. He was like, I cannot believe these people are speaking for so long. And to be honest, I don't want to hear it. Baron also promised that he was going to win the Royal Rumble and he was going to go on to WrestleMania where he would defeat the tribal chief. And he did hear them. And this is what was so good. Exactly. I wouldn't hate it either. Do you know who the last person to get a pin? Yeah, say I wouldn't hate it. Roman was in the last 742 years. That's right, but for it was Baron Corbin. What were you doing here? We were planning the seeds. Jamie then lost it at Owens, who said he hadn't heard anything of what they had said, but he was basically in a coma. For some reason, that really tickled me. And of course, we were doing all of this. We were setting them up for a match. What else would we be doing? I did like this though, and as I always say, I do hope we get to some juncture where Corbin gets a bit of his edge back. I'm not referring to Adam Cook. I just think you could turn him into an aggressive warrior like he used to be. This is very well done. I thought it set up all very, very nicely. Getting it up. basically the same for the match. The main thing we yep. didn't talk about actually happened on social media. So at one point, Kevin Owens was like, I'm going to power this guy into the ring, which is the hardest part of the ring, where Baron turned it around and he gave him a choke slam into that damn thing instead. But if you went to the official WWE Twitter feed, they posted this. An angry Baron Corbin just sent Kevin Owens up and down into the hardest part of the ring. Hashtag WWE Raw. Now that does sound kind of stupid. That does sound kind of stupid. You couldn't say choke slam. It's y'all maneuver. You own it. Because when you say up and down, sound like the man bounce on the ring apron. Now the the sight. That I'm getting in my head, if it wasn't for the fact the picture is there, it it would sound kind of crazy. It's like he done right, poked a hole through the ring apron and bounced Kevin Owens on it. Yeah, let's go ahead. Hurry up. Also lied to us massively. Owens kicked out of the deep six. He went, oh, fuck me sideways. Barely anybody kicks out of the deep six. I was like, Patrick, do you even watch this show? Everybody kicks out of it. Like a stupid blue thunderbolt. This is when from nowhere Owen just hit the stunner and he got the one, two, three. But look, once again, this is nice and simple storytelling. This KO just beat the guy who was the last guy to pin Roman Reigns. Sometimes that is all you need. Jimmy mm-hmm. Uso had also strutted to the ring during this, so he and Kevin Owens then could get into it. And of course, Jimmy Uso was here, as was Sola Sokoa. Mm-hmm. And the way Owens got out of it was by grabbing someone's shoe and just throwing it at them. It was actually Brian Saxon's shoe. How the hell did he get his shoes? How did he get his shoes? I don't know. 
And no, that was not a prop. That was his actual fucking shoes. That he spurred a moment through at one of the Usos. <laughs> By the way, that was not planned. It was one of those, okay, I see something here. Let me roll with it. And then he grabbed the chair what was playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to let you guys know. It is like, that, that's, that's his shoe. Yeah. Sometimes they allow to, you know, dang, it's not sometimes, definitely Triple H, they all been allowed, you know, to come up with things on the fly. Because I like that. But he also did have a steel chair. I'm amazed that this goon cannot eventually to calm this down. We can just see what's happening here once again. Now it even looks like Kevin Owens is able to handle the bloodlines when he gets in the big showdown with Roman Reigns. You can go, well, maybe, just maybe he will win. You know what actually wasn't done with these goofs because he found them when they weren't trying to leave. And he was like, one, Usos, I'm going to do a tag team turmoil match later, and the winner of that will take you on for those championships. Amazing. Right? Every team in this is a team that Jimmy and Jay have already done away with. Me. Not like, How does that make any sense? But also, you, Solar Sokoa, you are going to be taking on Dolphy. So this was totally random. It was like pulling names out of your ass. And I would suggest you don't do that. Has to get the names in there in the first place. Alexa, this time next. Yep. All right. We learned that Bianca Belair needed stitches after what happened last week and that Alexa had been fine. Uh. But all of a sudden, I think she teleported in from the Starship Enterprise. She was just standing on Alan the announce table. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys uh, spoiler warning about to happen here because, you know, somebody let loose some uh, news about who's about to show up and who it could who it definitely could be. What an anger. It ain't for sure. It ain't for sure, but damn. Like, can you guys for real stop? Because if it is, it's going to be, this is the point of the surprise part. This will make me hate the internet sometimes. Yeah. Because these I know people get these scoops and this information. I know because I get information from these other people anyway. But for real. He's going to say it anyway. But I just wanted to say, yeah. Now, this stuff definitely could not be just him playing this one character. It could still be... The other guys can pop up too with the other characters as well. But we're starting to know that he's coming back. One, he's been back to WWE already. He's been there. He's been signed a while ago. It's about him showing up. She also straight up said that Bianca Belair doesn't fear a brain white and she doesn't fear her Uncle Howdy. She fears Alexa Bliss. And she also dropped in there. She has the whole world in her hands. This is where the usual spooky wookie Bray Wyatt stuff started happening on the big screen. When all of a sudden, who would make their debut on Monday Night Raw? None other than Uncle Howdy. Now, spoilers, so turn off for a couple of seconds if you don't want to know this. And this guy right now, unlike the first time, does not look as uh, big as girthy. Or short. Or short. So, 
they're definitely toying with it. It does. He does look a little bit different, which is kind of weird because it's like they're literally having different people play him when needed. Because he is not as girthy as he was the first time he first appeared. And he's not as short. And he's definitely not as short as the second time he appeared to more actual parents. He's definitely well slimmed down, so yeah. This time it definitely probably is him. It was reported all day long that Bo Dallas was backstage at war, and then all of a sudden Howdy is turning up as well. If you want to put two and two together, you're probably going to make war, or of course, potatoes. Which I do like because it's the first time that she did not, you know, fall into some type of entrance. And like I said, which is she stared down that person like motherfucker. Let's you wanna fuck with me? Unlike Bray. I said it should have been a female. I don't know what they're doing, Bliss, but yeah. But, nevertheless. Nevertheless. But I like this this angle. I still like our original, you know, spooky version. We need that in WWE. Trust me. You love The Undertaker. You love Kane. You love Abyss. From, uh, Impact, do I need to name all the people that played that same role? You love those type of people who play those roles. Let them. Bring it out. It's, it's goofy. It's spooky. It's crazy. Let it go. The problem being is that they also need to allow for them guys to do like Undertaker did back in the past and win a lot. In order for you to believe in those supernatural powers. So, if she goes to that gimmick, again, allow her to do a lot of W's. I'm always a little bit worried about it because the last time we tried this, we ended up with a box-like structure. However, we do have to accept these things in the context they are presented. I enjoy the interest, I enjoy the intrigue, and I just enjoy that we're taking our time. That's the way with wrestling. We're gonna tune in 52 weeks a year, take us on a journey. So for now, But you know, let's not take too much time with that though. To be real with that, let's not take too much time. You know. Allow us to see uh, on a week-to-week basis at least some real connections. You know, WWE is not AEW. You cannot extend the storyline for a whole year. You don't have the roster to do so. Nor the creative. Y'all different. He was then here... She was about to take on Mitchin when she did get on the microphone. She's like, listen to me, Mitchin, if that is your real name, it's not. I can beat you really easy. Dakota Kai, EO Sky, you go to the back and watch me from there, kick it to the ass for me. And that's, by the way, Mitchin, a.k.a. Mia Yim, because she's now going by Mitchin now. 
whole complete gimmick change now that she's officially with the OC. Again, she's not really doing anything because her potential storyline is going to be involved in. More likely, have been thrown out the window because of a certain person breaking their ankle. Yeah, I'm talking about AJ Styles. So that's why you don't see much going on with the OC. Period. And her included. And she's losing to, you know, Bailey because Bailey has a storyline. And it's with Becky Lynch. Because she did this run through mention pretty easily. At least she did do this too. It was kind of easy. I mean, me and you was doing all right for a little while when she fell foul to the most evil part of all of wrestling, commercial break. This is happening more and more in WWE. You go to the advert and when you come back, all of a sudden the baby face is being kicked ass by the so we have to make it up for ourselves. So I can only imagine that Bells went, what a stupid new nickname. Mitchin, more like bitchin. Mia was so hurt by this, she's like, I can't believe you did it. The baby punched her in the face. Maybe did hit this crazy suplex off the apron into the floor, and that looked like it sucked. And all of a sudden, Mitchin hit a dive, 2023 wrestling, a bunch of strikes, and finished all that off with a German suplex. And they were then both kind of at a stalemate. They each tried to win with the most devastating move, and oh, the sport that takes the surprise roll up. But when Blake got hers, she put her feet on the ropes, and she got the one, two, three. So this was alright, it did fall a little bit flat because the crowd just didn't get up for it at all. Well, yeah, I mean, Bailey just being neat and clean. I do know you say she put her foot on the fuck that shit. She put a goddamn foot on the rope. You saw the damn match. The referee's gonna count three before she even put her feet on the goddamn ropes anyway. She beat her clean. Like, she just ran through her beat her clean. This this has been a problem with Monday Night Raw on today, that on Monday, it's just like a lot of the matches were flat and stale and Yeah. And predictable no excitement really you know it wasn't something like oh wow wait who won like it, it was a endurance show like usual and don't worry about to get into it you know keeping her up she's trying to go to sleep but you know keeping her up for a little bit because she's about to get to the part where we talk about it when she's like wait don't worry you know what I'm talking about. I saw what they were trying to do. We are putting the chess pieces in place here. So I am going to give it up. It's inoffensive. Also, however, we do have to bring it down. The surprise roll-up counter. Which, yes, is using a design I made to sell merchandise of these on ProWrestlingTees.com. I'm not joking. I am that cheap. And <laughs> it rolls up to three. And if you think we have done on this evening... Candice Ray was then being interviewed and she told us that Johnny Gargano is out for a while because he's got an injured shoulder. That sucks. I love Gargano. I hope he gets better soon. We then turned to the Royal Rumble because Candice was excited to be in it when she got interrupted by Rhea Ripley. She didn't think Ray had any chance because look at her, what an absolute goober. And Ray didn't appreciate this at all. So she said, Rhea, I am going to meet you in the ring later. Candice. Ah, oh, that's a very good idea, of course. And of course, we are up and downing every single segment we can these days. Yeah, I think he's going to talk about, uh, you know who back there. 
So while this was bunch of nothing, it did feature two wrestlers I enjoy a lot. Also in the background, you just saw Nikki Cross staring at Candice LeRae like she thought her past bit was in Candice LeRae's brain. So I am going to give it up, mostly because ever since Triple H took over, he loves doing little things like this. You always and it does normally lead to some type of story. I mean. I think you're going to talk about it later on. You know, it, you know, last week, had Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, and MVP talking with Adam Pierce in the backhand corner doing an interview, and guess what happened? The results happened here on this week. So hopefully that means maybe Candice LeRae gets a actual decent feud going on because no way Nikki Cross is going to be dealing with, you know, Rhea Ripley, even though please for God, let her get her ass kicked by this Rhea Ripley because she deserves it. Because the last time, you know, Nikki ASH beat the hell out of her and that was it. I mean, now this new Rhea should get some matter of revenge from that bitch. I mean, there's no way that WD got me to believe that bullshit that Rhea got bullied by a small ass, young ass looking. She looked like a goddamn uh, schoolgirl to compared to Rhea. I know I'm about to hurry it up, but it, it, it's it, it's come on, allow her to get some of that back. You know, seriously. I mean, I would, even if you just had her just do the old school, put the hand on Nikki Cross head as she tried to swing at her and just show her dominance. That, that, that's, that's something. Just bully. Like, bully that bitch because she needs it. Because I did not like that storyline at all, period. I felt like I, I felt disrespected. I know it was triple, that wasn't triple. How do you fault. feel disrespected? Because no way that big bitch getting bullied by Nikki. Come on! They allow her to show her that, like, you see what she look like. Can she beat up a... Oh, yeah, she, a lot of these women can beat up men first and foremost. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> but... She she looked like she can dominate some people. She did this to Candace LeRae. That, that looked real, realistic. have to be on your guard and you have to watch enjoy being rewarded for that stuff Austin Theory was then here too what a dick he was also speaking in riddles right away because he said something like he is the now and the now is forever I'm like sorry no 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 you ain't getting away with that because my name is I'm a Miller welcome to another episode of well, he talks like that. Of course, Austin Theory, you can't say things like I'm the now and the now is forever because you are just taking the English language and you are mumbling and jumbling it and trying to come up with your own language. We don't take too kindly to that around here in these parts. The crowd was then trying four sets. Seriously, round of applause for these guys. Because last week we were all like, oh no, Stephen's hurt his knee, it's definitely real. But it's not. It's all part of the story, as you will see in just a few seconds. So they pulled this off wonderfully. No, it was real. He just tweeted. 
he actually did hurt his knee in the match. He, they put up an X that was real at the end of it. Is that his knee is not wasn't that big of a deal? It was like he tore some ligaments and shit like that. He actually hurt his knee in the match. That's why Austin Theory went after it properly because he was actually showing it and he knew it wasn't that big of a deal. But they had to take care of it so they could make sure it wasn't a big deal at the end of it. Because after all this shit went off and the people at home in the stand in the uh, arena saw the ref put up the X after the you know people at home couldn't see. So it was real. It was that one thing of a deal. Even so much so that even today he probably just, he probably just hurt, hurt it that thing. Yeah, it was like a tweak or hurt. Something that lasted a little bit. It was probably even still sore today. But that's probably it. It was like a not even a real bruise. That's why he's going to be back soon and call it a day. Some leads should go deal with death hours. Seth Music eventually did hit and he did come out on crutches. Although he threw one away instantly. And I'm like, what are you doing, Rollins? This is like going for a wee or a pee and you only hold the toilet seat up by like halfway. You're just making things harder for yourself. Use the damn crutch. Very then continue. True, because... He did, okay, he really did hurt his knee. But he only needed one damn crutch to be, to be real with. That's why he kept one and was, you know, using it. Because he only barely hurt it. It's just... He just hurt his knee. It's just like, really? It wasn't like any structural damage. This bizarre rhetoric where he said he had surpassed Seth Rollins' ass... I knew what he meant here, he feels like he's now a bigger deal, but it just sounds like last week he walked past Seth Rollins' Rexon. So I'm just losing my mind. Why does my brain work like this? Yeah, because he missed the word. That's why English works. Surpass ass, Seth Rollins' ass. He's meant to say, surpass your ass, Seth Rollins. See how that sounds different? The way Rollins did indeed promise us that he may not be 100% now, but he will be 100% for the Royal Rumble. He's going to win it. He's going to make a bit WrestleMania, even though Austin Theory thought he would do the same. So surely we get to that premium live event, and Seth finally throws Austin out. He then got a burning crowd to sing his song, so both these guys are a couple of losers. And as he was leaving, all of a sudden Bobby Lashley's music hit, and he made his big return. Massive. Austin freaked out and he tried to hit Bob with the crutch, but that didn't work, so he got speared right out of his boots. When all of a sudden Lashley got on the mic, he was like, Whoa, I'm back on Monday Night Raw, and that's right, I'm going into the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to beat everyone. That's not actually what he said, because he said it doesn't matter who's going to win the Royal Rumble, because I'm back, and that doesn't actually make any sense. Like me coming on here saying, man, I'm going to have a bath, because it's Taco Tuesday. Those two things don't link together. Lashley also tweeted out later on to tell your friends because Bobby Lashley is back. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, hey, Steve. Yeah, it's Simon Miller. No, I know we haven't chatted for a while, but I just wanted to let you know, Bobby Lashley is back on Raw. You don't care. That's not very nice at all. Keep the same. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't gone that long, bro. He's gone for like a week. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of Bobby and people swear at me on the phone. Anyway, the point of this, Bobby Lashley is going to be in the Royal Rumble and there is some major teasing laid there. The WWE better pay off 
Yeah. Good. Now, this is the point in the time period where you asked a certain question. You remember what you talked about on Monday? No. Was you asked that machine? Oh. You asked about what time it was. Because by this time period, because like I said, this shit was boring and shit and dry as hell. She literally asked our Alexa the time. <laughs> and you know what it said? Do you think it said, oh, it was, you know, 1030. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. No, it said 9.40. We barely got out of the first goddamn hour, for real. Into the second. That's how she felt like, oh my God. No, no I way. I just knew it was like later she in the She thought struggle. it was later. Now, I knew. Because, see, I came from work. And I was tired, dead tired. Like, and I was a couple minutes ago, dead tired. You know. Guess what? I knew because my body felt it because I felt different than she did. Ah, it ain't even nowhere near close being over. And that's the point. We're like, oh my god, this can't be real. This can't be real. This cannot be real. Uh, I, I like the Monday Night Raw. Heavy three hours, but you gotta have a lot of storylines, a lot of impactful storylines. You can't just have a lot of flat matches. You know, Rhea Ripley. <coughs> Should not be in the match tonight. I mean, she shouldn't have been. Who you put in the match with? Who's gonna feud with? Is this gonna lead to a feud? No. She just beat this bitch and ran away. So, who cares? No. Your matches should be creating feuds. AEW can get away with having good matches with just two decent wrestlers going there, put on a clinic. That's because they're different. Their target audience is different. And the way they target wrestling fans are different. WWE, every match should have a story. Like it did back in the past. It had some type of story. Even if it was just a, oh, this was a, oh. Because you might be watching that one episode of SmackDown, the first one. Oh, Big Boss Man and The Rock had a few back in the day type of thing. It should always be leading things like that. Something. Something like that. It can't just be, oh, Rhea Ripley saw Candice LeRae and said, you know what? I, I'm feeling like I want to beat up somebody. Hey, punching bag, come on out to the ring. I want to beat you in about five I minutes. I mean, you can do it that way, but it's like, I'm... It just... It's boring, shit. I just thought it was long. I thought we was least. I thought it was just. I thought further along in the show. Thought at least ten, fifteen, 
close to 10, I thought 20. We get, I was thinking like the the main event was about to start. Yeah, that's what but just like we look in this time period with this uh, video, where we at? Literally at the halfway point. Come on, bro. Nah. You got to have something compelling going on. Damn. Alright, come on. Damn. Just ran through her and destroyed her like she was some kind of a twig. I was like, man, that Rhea Ripley. But at one point, she just threw Candice Ray into Barry Barricade. Well, she applied this mid-air submission thing where she threw her into Barry once again. And then she put her back in the ring. She hit the riptide and she just pinned her. Well, probably left going, that's really easy. So I'm absolutely going to give this an up because I do think Rhea Ripley's on fire right now. But when it comes to Candice Ray, this kind of stuff is happening a lot. Like, she's never been in a proper feud. And when she had that random match on Raw, she beat Dakota Kai. We never went back to that. And I'm kind of worried we've got to the point now where we've just beaten her, we've beaten her, we've beaten her. She's a little bit of a reset. So I'm not totally sure what is going to happen, but I am going to give it a down. Candice Ray is like a super good baby face. Hmm. Bobby, remember that. So I was at about to chat to Bobby Lashley and be like, hi, welcome back, Bob. This is the thing I was talking about beforehand when I said pay attention to these backstage events, you know, when they can cross in the back, because I say sometimes it can lead to a storyline, which I'm hoping is going on with Candice LeRae. Hope it's not just a, you know, let Nikki Cross beat the hell out of her type of storyline, you know, this type of segment here. Last week, you had... Her business looks like it's coming into proper bean. And then you have now, right here. Wasn't able to because when he tried, he was already talking to MVP. Remember they tried to shake Bobby's hand, but he was like, no, I didn't forget what you did to me last year. And while MVP understood this, he was like, look, I get it. I totally am your page. But at the same time, who do you think got your suspension lifted? Me. MVP then carried on this friendly assault by saying, hey, you see that Sheldon Benjamin Cedric Alexandra got back on the same page and they're going to be in the turmoil that's later. So while I understand you hate me, maybe if you want to add to your business, you're going to give me a call. Now, yes, that did sound a little bit like a euphemism, but I tell you this. If this is not the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, please, how it has been, the Hurt Biz are getting back together. If you are just trolling me, WWE, <sighs> I'm not going to do much about it. What can I do? Maybe I'll send out a tweet, but again, that's like shouting into the abyss. But I kind of feel we are headed in this direction. I'm so damn excited because that group was so damn good. I am giving it up. You know, to then talk about the fact that, yes. Yeah, I know. After hearing that this was basically dead, and it was, WWE brought it back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I think the man probably has something to do with it. Money in the Bank in 2023 is coming live from the O2 Arena in London. It announced this last week, and I still can't get my head around it. For everybody that has been asking, you bet your ass, live ups and downs after the event. We also got a new Cody Rhodes video focusing on his return and that Hell in a Cell match, and seriously, you need to go out of your way to watch this. Cody gives you proper insight into it, including that when he gave that cut to Seth Rollins, he was in so much pain, 
Everybody else had talked about how nervous Rhodes was going into surgery, so he was relatable here. Look, I do understand the criticism. Some people are like, I can't believe we're not doing a big surprise return. But we haven't done a video package marathon like this in ages. I keep telling you. Well, you already a big surprise because everybody knows Cody was coming back. And, and, and also, there's not, nothing wrong with doing vignettes <clears throat> for his return. Because it still doesn't mean he returns during the Royal Rumble either, by the way. Right. It sounds more likely. Definitely is more likely, but still. It happened somewhere else. Triple H back in 2002. I knew, that's what I'm saying. He'd be treated like a super duper megastar, and if we keep making videos like this, I tell you, it's gonna be the same for the American. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I remember that time when Triple H came back in 2002. You remember that? You remember that? Jean Jacket Triple H. My God. Still to this day gives me chills. Remembering that. And if they can get Cody Rhodes to do that, come on. Be real. You're going to love it. And I know because same same situation, by the way, too. If I remember, I think it was the same type of problem. Triple H. He tore a muscle as well. And vignettes of him coming back and things like that. And then what he did, the pop that he got. All right. So you totally popped up and I cannot wait for him to return. I really like the direction we chose with this. Dom Ziggler then told us I'm going to beat Solar Sokoa later. But yeah, what else would you say? The interesting you have to understand this stuff, but it's, it's nothing about you and I've got bigger fish to fry. So you could smell this. This is our new feud. I don't know about you, but I'm well up to Dolph Ziggler versus Mustafa Ali. It's quite well done. Paris actually was there. Um, I don't know. I gotta see it to believe it, you know, because good God, Musa Ali been a punching bag for so long. Truth be told, next year, because it's 2023 now, <laughs> next year, Mustafa Ali should not be in WWE. Just jump ship to AEW. You have a better career back over there. At least you have some W's to your name. And those W's be more uh, credible as well. Same with Dolph Ziggler, but I know he's there just to uh, be a half new talent. That's a different story. Interviewing the Miz and Bronson Reed. The Miz is all like that. I tell you why mm. we work together. He's my friend. He's an ethical man, which made no sense. Because I've got his back. He's got eyes. Turns out it's absolute nonsense. Just like, no, I'm only going to do things for you if you pay me. He is basically the new Dexter Loomis. It wasn't that that whole storyline. At least there is something to this, though. And as ever, if you do get called up to the main roster, you have to do something with the Miz. Well, they do stuff with the Miz because the Miz is bulletproof. He's good as a hasman talent and 
he can make people look pretty damn good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm um, hoping he carries this whole thing, you know. Matter of fact, he should be like that. He should be the type of person that is like a, a bounty hunter type of person, really. They need a character like that in WWE where you don't, you're not friends with him, but you give a briefcase full of money to this motherfucker. They do your dirty work. He do dirty work. They don't have that. But that type of character sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Let's say they go and have Cody Rhodes win the WWE Championship and leave Roman Reigns with the Undisputed Championship. Somebody like me goes out there paying Bronson Reed to beat up Roman Reigns. Miz did this with Bobby Lashley, by the way. So it already been done before. Literally. You can see that storyline happen. Bronson Reed comes out there, tears up the bloodline, helps me out win against Roman Reigns. No, we're not in the tag team. But you find out, you know, <laughs> old backstage early on, I handed him a briefcase full of money. Mm-hmm. Good storytelling. Yeah, it'll be a good storytelling. It shows that, number one, I'm a damn obvious heel. And it shows that he's paid for hire. He's a an enforcer for hire. You give me money, I will be up with somebody's ass with you. Right. Before you're allowed to run on your own, once again, this is kind of nothing, but you know, it was fine. Dolphy Boy Blue was then making his way for his match with Solo Sokoa. That's the way Solo was just working this guy. Yeah, just pretty much a oh, guy hurry this up. It's pretty much kind of easy. Solo Sokoa won this literally hands down. Right in the face. Okay. And give us a bow. No, I don't think he's spiked him. I think Which he, uh, Ripley and Dominic. I think he, uh, did the... Yeah, I think he did it to him. But I think he won with his maneuver. Then did the spike. But so far, he hasn't pinned anybody with the spike. So far. Even though, we know probably a reason why. <laughs> because that maneuver is probably still sacred for a bit. Even though it's his nephew. But yes, now they're talking about the segment with the Miz and Dominic. Blah, 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 blah. This this is the uh, the most boring, stupidest story. Stupid. But it's funny, goofy stuff. You know this. Well, the judgment day. Yeah, this led to the the tag team turmoil. By the way, I mean the the segment was pretty good. I loved it. You know, Dominic bit. You find out he was only in jail for a couple of hours. But he acting like he was there for a couple of years and he's a hard criminal. <laughs> but, you know, like the whole, you know, homage to Conan, by the way, too. Well, the way he's dressing, if you hadn't paid attention. You know, they always do that to their, you know, former... You know, those former wrestlers that are in their 
Yeah, you know, basically family tool. Mysterio's. But yeah, the OC here. You know they're going to lose to Judgment Day. Because OC real truthfully don't have anything because of AJ Styles being injured. So basically, the only thing they're doing is, you know, popping up here and there while being in catering. Until AJ Styles get back together and they can have a decent storyline. You know. So, Jumpman Day wound up winning that match. Doing a turmoil. By the way, they literally did just go through the gauntlet, basically. You know. Hurt Business came out. I do know people are like, well, you got the Hurt Business coming out. And you're trying to set them up to be a decent tag team. And be taken serious. Why do you have them automatically lose to Judgment Day? Just because this is not their first appearance. Again, like I think this happened before when I said during the uh, previous podcast when one person had a supposed debut, but they lost it. This is not the official debut of that wrestler. This is not the official debut of the new Hurt Business. This is not that yet. They're still just random man Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. So that's the reason why they lost in like three minutes. You know, of course came Otis. Otis is in, and uh, Trey Gable was in here for the pop. Could have in Alabama. So, yeah. I like that really a lot that they had him in there. You know. Otis actually did his caterpillar maneuver they hadn't done in some time. You know, back when he was a face. But I like this storyline that they had going here. You know, Chad Gable got in the way, you know, basically doing a nothing maneuver to... Yeah, the Finn Bowser wasn't even legal, by the way. So both two illegal men that was in the ring got crushed by Otis, you know. And Damian Priest says you can't lift up Otis, just beat him with a, a basic ass clothesline, you know. And yeah, but this led to a good story where a storyline injury happened where Finn Balor couldn't continue because his injured ribs. So, Adam Pearce allowed for Dominic to come in the ring. Show off his, uh, his ring gear a little bit. You know, they beat the Street Profits, who are now glorified jobbers any damn way. Which set up the Judgment Day to take on the Usos next Monday. Now, we know for real, since it's a random-ass fucking Monday, you're not going to have the Usos lose. But if they did have them lose, if Triple H said, you know what, I'm crowning, you know, the new champions, is going to be the Judgment Day. Now, I, I would have to say, yes, that would be a, you know, great match, you know. And a great decision as well. But anyway, that's pretty much where we're going to end it. You know, we want to get our, you know, 
Monday Night Raw review out. Tomorrow is, of course, the all-important Dynamite where Sasha Banks was supposed to show up. Of course, she's not. Uh, nothing's really going to happen on that stuff for the fact of the men. You know, since now that funky-ass Tony Storm is the surprise partner. Yeah. Anywho. You know, still watch uh, Dynamite. It's still going to be good. I'm pretty sure it is. We're going to try to watch it as well and give our, of course, our review on it. She has to go to work that day, but, you know. I mean, they can pull us word when... When Wicked Magicki get hurt. Yeah, when Tony Storm gets hurt or she gets beat up by Jamie Hayter and, yeah. you know, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and that leads to uh, her real partner having to come out. Mm-hmm. Or, as usual, the whole save spot happens where they do the predictable pop where the you know, faces get beat up at the end of the match. And, right. oh, you know, hey, it's so-so. Yep, so. Yeah. Still possibility. Still possibility. Just highly, highly unlikely. Right, so. Yeah. Anyway, this is going to be where we ended. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and, of course, share the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. And definitely, again, share, 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 share. Share the podcast. It's the best thing you can possibly do. You don't have the supporters for financial reasons, but sharing it is the best way you can support us. And it's free. Ain't nothing hurt but just to hit the share button and put it on your Facebook page. Yep. Anyway, later, guys. Night.